From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind, and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Virada Salim. Since the discovery of new strain of coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, or COVID-19, in late 2019, this fast-spreading pandemic has become the focus of the international community as the primary global health threat. However, COVID-19 is not the only threat to public health that humanity has been facing. In 2016, just a few years before the outbreak of COVID-19, a first confirmed case of a patient infected with bacteria that had a special type of resistance to every kind of antibiotics, including cholestin, a powerful last-resort antibiotic, was reported in the United States. This incident drew global headlines as it proved that a new worrying strain of bacteria that was immune to all of our antibiotics was spreading globally. Since prior to the confirmed infection case in the United States, there had been reports of this so-called superbox found in many countries in Asia and Europe. That was when most people heard the term superbox for the first time in news reports, a catchy nickname created by the media in inferring to drug-resistant bacteria. Even though the worrisome spread of cholecine-resistant pathogens among humans was just recently discovered, antimicrobial-resistant, or AMR, is not a new issue, as the first drug-resistant germ ever recorded was dated back to 1940. It took just 12 years for this germ to evolve its resistance to the first antibiotic, which was penicillin, that was developed by Scottish scientist Alexander Fleming in 1928. Penicillin was an important breakthrough in medical science as it provides humans with the effective weapon against bacterial infection for the first time in history. Nevertheless, penicillin-resistant bacteria were beaten by humans after scientists came out with three new types of antibiotics, streptomycin, tetracycline, and erythromycin, in the following decade. Even though bacteria continued to develop resistance to new types of antibiotics, fast progress in medical research in finding more varieties of antibiotics during the 20th century far outpaced bacteria's ability in developing their resistance. With hundreds of varieties of antibiotics are now available, one severe illnesses from bacterial infections can now be easily treated as many types of these highly effective antibiotics have become non-prescription household medicines and widely used for treating bacterial infections in both humans and animals alike. However, bacteria also make their own advancement and have now gained the upper hand in the race against humans again. New strains of antibiotic-resistant bacteria have rapidly emerged all across the globe after the turn of the 21st century. Scientists have attributed this drug resistance mainly to excessive and inadequate use of antibiotics. 
With the emergence of superbugs that are able to resist any antibiotics that we have, World Health Organization or WHO has warned that we are now heading for a post-antibiotic era, as these highly resistant pathogens are threatening to reverse the achievements of modern medicine. Without new weapons to fight against superbugs, common bacterial infection and minor sicknesses such as pneumonia, tuberculosis, blood poisoning, gonorrhea, and foodborne diseases can become fatal again, as they will be extremely harder or even impossible to cure. Furthermore, medical operations such as organ transplantation, chemotherapy, and surgery will also become much more dangerous without effective antibiotics for the prevention and treatment of infections. Although the superbugs did not outright strike the world in a global pandemic like the COVID-19, WHO has ranked antimicrobial resistance one of the top 10 global public health threats facing humanity. According to WHO, antibiotic-resistant bacteria are silent killers that take the lives of more than 700,000 people globally every year and make the cure of many millions more a costly and complicated medical treatment. Meanwhile, in Thailand, a 2012 study published in Journal of Health Systems Research estimated that antimicrobial-resistant infections caused over 88,000 hospitalizations and 38,000 deaths each year. The cost of longer and more complicated treatment infected by superbugs also added more than about 175 million US dollars to the country's annual public health expenses. To help us understand more about these issues, Unlock the Science reporter Prat Ruti Wanarom talks to Assistant Professor Dr. Pison Jongtrakun of Faculty of Medicine, Jalalongon University. How bacteria develop antibiotic resistance and become superbugs? Yes. First of all, the bacteria is a living organism, and all living organisms have to evolve or mutate to survive. When we put antibiotics to try to kill the bacteria, most of them will die, but some of them will survive. When they survive, they know how to resist the, the chemical agent that we put in, when they survive and they know how to, then they can, then they can spread this resistance to other bacteria. Mm-hmm. So some bacteria will receive multiple methods of resistance that when they become superbugs. Mm-hmm. I am aware that there is a multiple strain of superbug right now. Yes. And how many antibiotic resistance bacteria are there and which one is the most concerning? There are so many. We can say that nearly all bacteria that are the pathogens that create diseases in humans nowadays are resistant to antibiotics. So you cannot count. All, nearly oh. all of them are resistant, but the degree of resistance are varied between bacteria to bacteria. Some of the bacteria that we are concerned are the bacteria that um, create diseases in the OPD cases, like uh, gonococcus. Gonorrhea. For the inpatient, we have so many names like uh, E. coli, Pseudomonas aeruginosa, 
We have a senator Bacter Bomaniai and, and also Staphylococcus aureus. So there are many, many of them. And what are the most commonly found strain of antibiotic resistance bacteria? Yes. For the OPD cases, mm-hmm. they are the Staphylococcus aureus, also the Streptococcus pneumoniae that cause the sinusitis and pneumonia. For the Staphylococcus, we cause the skin infection. That's uh, the and, and and also the gonococcus, and also the gonococcus. For the inpatient, we found E. coli, we found Pseudomonas aeruginosa, Acinetobacter bomaniae, and Krebsiella pneumoniae. And what about the situation in Thailand? What are the uh, commonly found superbugs that we face in Thailand? And what is the current situation? Yes. The current situation, mm-hmm. which is, this is the number from many years back. We have resistant bacteria cases in the hospital per year, more than 100,000 cases. And these patients will occupy more than two, more than 3.2 million days of the bed occupation. And also, these people, many of them will die, more mm-hmm. than 30,000 people die each year because of the drug resistance. And if you calculate from that number, the people in Thailand will die. For that figure, about 30,000 patients who die because of the drug resistance, uh, or approximately one patient will die every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And this caused the loss of economy of more than 40,000 million baht per year. So these are the grim situation and all of the bacteria that I mentioned are the cause, <coughs> are the causes of all these uh, problems. If uh, the antibiotic cannot treat the bacteria, mm-hmm. and what the doctor do right now to to, to cure the patient with superbugs? <coughs> this is difficult for doctors to say. Mm-hmm. The fact is, if you do not if you do not have any weapon to treat, then you wait for the patient to help themselves. That's why many other patients who contract the uh, superbugs or the most resistant bacteria in the hospital, we cannot help them much. Many of them died. Do you have any suggestion on how to avoid contracting this uh, antibiotic resistance pathogens? Yes. The one thing you were saying is about contracting. That means mm-hmm. you get this bacteria from somewhere else, mm-hmm. like for people who had that uh, resistant bacteria and the people who had who have that resistant bacteria are usually the people inside the hospital oh, so I first see. thing avoid avoid getting into a hospital because many patients they might have thought that uh, if they have some simple illnesses they think oh it's okay to stay with just one or two days in the hospital mm-hmm. that is not correct so one one thing to avoid contracting this bad bacteria is to avoid getting closer to the source of these resistant bacteria like in the inpatient. For the outpatient, then you can contract through people who use antibiotics a lot, who use antibiotics incorrectly, and they uh, accumulate those resistant bacteria in themselves, mm-hmm. and, they can, and, and these people can spread these resistant bacteria to us. In the other sense, we do not have to contract any of these resistant bacteria from other person. We can create those resistant bacteria in ourselves by not using antibiotics properly. 
That is a l o c t o science reporter Prat Rutiwanarom talking to assistant professor Dr. Pison Dongtragun, a faculty of medicine, Jualongon University. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. As of the second quarter of 2022, the world is still struggling with the COVID-19 pandemic, which has been well into its third year. The worry is that after the COVID-19, existing superbugs can step in and wreak havoc to our world. This was what executives of both WHO and the United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, warned during the World Antimicrobial Awareness Week in November 2021. As the public health systems of many countries have become exhausted after dealing with wave after wave of coronavirus outbreaks, a large number of people around the globe are still weakened by post-COVID-19 conditions. Our world is totally unprepared for the next possible outbreak of similarly infectious pathogens, especially when this time there is no effective medicine to fight against. Therefore, superbugs could be the next catastrophe awaiting its breakout And unless there are collaborative action plans across multiple sectors to address antibiotic-resistant problems at its root, more than 10 million people will die globally as a result of the unchecked spreading of antibiotic-resistant germs by this mid-century. WHO has stressed that the key mitigation measure against superbugs is to change the way antibiotics are prescribed and used, as the prominent factor behind the rapid spread of antibiotics-resistant microbes is the misuse and overuse of antibiotics. Irrational antibiotics usage has been a chronic issue, especially among consumers in developed countries who could enjoy very easy access to antibiotics and get used to the habit of taking antibiotics for curing any minor illness. Similarly, In countries without standard treatment guidelines, antibiotics are often over-prescribed by health workers. The United States CDC has reported that slightly over one-fourth of antibiotics prescribed in outpatient care in American hospitals are unnecessary. Such inappropriate application of antibiotics allows the harmful pathogens to continuously expose to antibiotics without being killed, so they become immune to antibiotics over time. The intensive use of antibiotics in meat industry is also highlighted as another major cause for the emerging and spreading of superbugs, as many industrial farms use antibiotics for growth promotion or to prevent diseases in healthy animals. Up next, Assistant Professor Dr. Pison Dongtrakun further discusses with a Lock the Science reporter Pratruti Wanarom on the problem of irrational antibiotics use, particularly in the Thailand's context. As we have learned that misuse and overuse of antibiotics can create the superbugs, and what are the current situation of the antibiotic usage in Thailand? This is a bad situation because the distribution of antibiotics or access to antibiotics is very easy in Thailand. You can get antibiotics from everywhere, from drugstore 
maybe from friends. I have this in my drawer, just use this, which is different from other countries that antibiotics are protected, are protected from consuming without prescription. And in the hospital or in the clinic, all over Thailand, it's been known that many prescriptions of the antibiotics are irrational. It means that they have been given without cause, without indication, without actual bacterial infection. So these are the current situation, but this situation is getting better. So the figure in the, uh, in the hospital that belonged to the Ministry of Public Health, the figure went down from 70% to 20%. Also for the acute diarrhea, we usually do not need antibiotics, but in the past, more than 50% of the patients will get antibiotics from doctors, mm. from pharmacists, through other countries. But nowadays, it, it, had, it has been lessened to less than 20%. This includes the hospital that belongs to the Ministry of Public Health because the Ministry of Public Health has this policy and the index to measure the use of antibiotics. But mm -hmm. this measurement is not applied to the um, private hospital and also not applied to the drugstores. So mm -hmm. these are the situations that we have to uh, try to solve. Mm -hmm. why, why are the antibiotics so commonly used? Because people has a because people have a misunderstanding about mm -hmm. antibiotics. In Thailand, we call antibiotics yake aksep, mm -hmm. which means anti-inflammatory agent. Mm -hmm. And when you have cough and cold, you have sore throat, you might have thought, uh, when you have sore throat, then you think, oh, I have an inflammation in my throat, which is correct. Mm -hmm. But this inflammation mostly caused by virus. But people were thinking about inflammation because they have ache and pain, and they call antibiotic wrongly as yake aksep, mm -hmm. this anti-inflammatory agent. So they use antibiotics as an anti-inflammatory agent, which is incorrect because it can uh, antibiotic can lessen the inflammation only if you get the bacterial infection. Mm -hmm. But people do not differentiate or cannot mm -hmm. differentiate between viral infection and bacterial infection. Like nowadays, we know that if you have cough and cold and sore throat, mm -hmm. you have to think of COVID. Mm -hmm. And COVID is a coronavirus. It's, it, it is a virus. Mm -hmm. So all people should have known by now mm -hmm. that all sort of common cold symptoms like cough and cold and sore throat, fever, headache, muscle ache and pain. These, from many, many years back, mm -hmm. all, as always, it's always been viral infection, mm -hmm. not a bacterial infection. Very few that we get bacterial infection. So very few that we will need antibiotics, but because we have this misunderstanding for a long, long time mm -hmm. that antibiotics will kill all of the symptoms, which is not true. And what is the proper way to use antibiotics? Yes. First of all, you have to think of antibiotics as a valuable drug. Mm -hmm. If you use them much, you use them much as, as you cut down the trees, mm -hmm. Then, then we will lose it, its activity against the bacteria. When the, when the antibiotic loses its uh, activity, we call it a drug resistant. Mm -hmm. So we have to think every time when you try to use antibiotic that mm -hmm. you are going to decrease this efficacy. Mm -hmm. You are creating bacterial infection. Mm -hmm. If you think like this, if all the people have this attitude, mm -hmm. then the first rule 
of combating the drug resistance mm -hmm. is not using antibiotics. But if you started the antibiotics from a viral infection, then you need to stop it at the time that you know that this is not a bacterial infection. You have to stop. And people ask, why? If you stop, then the bacteria will get resistant to the antibiotics, then I will mm -hmm. say, no, because the first day that you took the antibiotics, all of the bacteria, which are friendly bacteria in your body, we call it normal flora, this bacteria will get in touch with the antibiotics. And then some of them will die. But as I said in the beginning, some of them will develop resistance by mutation. That when you take the antibiotics, you are creating the bacterial resistance in your body. If, even if the, uh, the, this kind of bacteria is friendly one? They are, usually, they are friendly, but mm -hmm. sometimes they can be a pathogen and cause disease. Like the staphylococcus on your skin, mm -hmm. they won't do any harm to you mm -hmm. unless you have a cut and then you did not clean the wound properly. Then it will cause the infection. Ah, and see. if you were creating this resistant staphylococcus accumulating in your bodies because you were taking antibiotics frequently for a long time, then you create resistant staphylococcus accumulating in on your skin or over the body. As a lot of people have already infected with COVID-19 and many of them also have the long COVID symptom, mm -hmm. Are there any chance or any risk that uh, superbug can be the next disease after COVID? You ask again a very good question. You were talking about this pandemic of COVID, mm -hmm. which at first I myself thought that all health personnel and people already knew from the start that this is a coronavirus infection. They shouldn't use antibiotics at all. And drugstore will not prescribe antibiotics, will not sell antibiotics to these people. And doctors are not prescribing antibiotics to patients with symptoms of COVID-like illnesses. But this is not the case. People were still getting antibiotics. And this, as you said, can create a pandemic of the resistant bacteria that will follow COVID. We were talking about COVID because you have this experience and people knew about COVID many years. But actually, from 2016, there was a report that the bacterial pandemic will be the worst kind of pandemic that we are mm -hmm. facing. The prediction was in 2050, 10 million people will die. About half of them are people in Asia, which include Thailand. And at that time, will be more than people who die in combined from diabetes and cancer. Are there any uh, recommendations to avoid such disaster from happening? Yes. This is a question, like a global question, mm -hmm. that of the problem. So the WHO was saying last year that spread awareness stop resistance. If all people know about this, they are aware of this, then the thing, the grim situation that we are facing, can, we wouldn't have any 
effective antibiotics to treat common illness. So we have to raise awareness and also have to control the the access to the drug, right? Yes, but to control, uh, you need many steps. Mm-hmm. Also, legal actions and many. Which is first step is for the people who know by themselves that antibiotics are not. Needed. When you need to use them, you have to use them. But the first step of treating yourself is not using antibiotics. Mm. You have to make sure that it is bacteria first. Yes. yes. Mm. Yeah. When you say you, you have to make sure, people will, you don't know, so don't use. You don't know, so don't use. We have learned from Dr. Pison that application of even unnecessary small amount of antibiotics can expose the bacteria that naturally inhabit in our body and teach them how to fight off against the antibiotics. This logic can apply to other pathogens such as virus, fungi, and parasite, because if we use antimicrobial agents irrationally. The same resistance against that kind of medicine can also build up and cause the similarly concerning antimicrobial resistance as well. Therefore, in order to ensure that we still have enough drugs to combat against microbial pathogens in the future, we need to use antibiotics rationally by seeking medical advice every time before taking these medicines. This way. We can be ascertained that the catastrophic superbugs outbreak can be averted. Unlocked Science would like to thank Assistant Professor Dr. Pison Jongtrakun of Faculty of Medicine, Jualongon University. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlocked Science on Jualong Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1:30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, curadio.jula.ac.th, and our Facebook page. Our show is also accessible as podcasts, including on Apple and Spotify. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the science is edited and produced by Sinfa t u n s o r a w u d 